Hey fam, it's 1.49pm, Monday afternoon, and you're listening to Anna Jane on Mess to Message. And welcome back. We're finally at episode 4, and I know I'm so sorry for being so late with this one. It was supposed to be released last week on Wednesday, but it's been a bit of a hectic time. Um, Just a lot of transitioning going on, and this episode I have decided will be the last of the season, and it's so weird because what season has only four episodes, but it was just meant to be a sort of intro and a kind of background on like my walk with God and it's gonna be pretty packed in this one gonna be covering a lot of things I learned that really helped unfold things on the inside in a scary way but like hey what can you do when God wants to do what he does so um sit back relax repeat after me and let's get into affirmation time before we hop right into it Whether you want to say this out loud, whisper this, or just think it to yourself, um, please do take the time to say these affirmations and declare it over yourself. I am capable. I am freed. I am meant to be me. Not anyone else but who God created me to be. Did you hear that? That was Monday afternoon last week. Right now, it's 12.04 a.m. Thursday of this week. It's been a long week i'm so sorry for everyone who's been waiting and i thank you so much for your patience um it's been a really full um past couple of days and um i was going to talk about something else but like now i'm just I don't think that was what was supposed to be the topic. So tonight's episode was actually supposed to be the last episode of this season. Um, I was going to wrap it up with generational curses and generational choices. And I think I probably still will. But it's just it's definitely not going to be exactly how I planned it to, <laughs> to go about. Um, I wanted to... Um, talk about something else uh, fear fear is poisonous fear is crippling it really stops you from doing a lot of things and it makes you do other things that you probably wouldn't if you weren't scared. Um anyway, let's rewind a bit so that we can get get gain more perspective. When I first came to Fiji, 
I joined a church called Every Nation. Uh, Every Nation Fiji. And uh, they have something called foundation classes that goes twice a year. Um, And it's about, if I'm not wrong, 12 weeks goes for about 12 weeks and so you attend the class well we attended the class every tuesday evening uh for 12 weeks and then like saturday on the last week for victory day and the purpose of these classes were to help us really dig deep into our faith understand the basics the fundamentals so that you know if someone asked us what we believed in or what Christianity was or who Jesus was, we'd be able to explain our faith because we have a lot of Christians, you know, that, well, I I used to be the kind of Christian that be that could be like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, and I but I still couldn't really give you the details of like what I believed in or the doctrine, you know, that I go by. And so I, I thought, hey, let's, let's take the class. You could never, you could never relearn the basics pardon me sorry pardon me <laughs> i could never relearn the basics way too many times um the cross is our lifeline so i was like let's do it again you know let's not be comfortable let's uh, refresh yeah. our memory and our heart so yeah and um we covered a lot of different topics yeah, regarding our faith, and, like, you know, baptism, uh, um, repentance, you know, um, but, but there was one, one in particular that really, really stood out to me, um, it made me cry each time they brought it up, and I, I knew it was because it was, it was really, I don't know, eating at my soul. And it was generational curses. Every time. Because and, and, and it's it's weird because like we'd go throughout the whole session and I'd be fine. I'd be I'd be really like absorbed, but I'd be fine. And then whenever the pastor would do the demonstration of like um a line of say four people. So we're all standing in a single line. Um and then I would always try to well not even it's because i'm short i'd be in the front right i'd be in the front of the line and then i have one person behind me and then a person behind that person and one more person behind them so let's just say like a line of four right so who we're supposed to represent is like i represent myself the person behind me represents like my mom or dad uh the person behind them represents my grandparents and the person behind them their great uh my great grandparents and so we'd, we'd, um, they'd stand behind me and everyone would have like one hand on the shoulder of the person in front of them. So I've got a hand on my, let's say, left shoulder. And the demonstration would be like if they pushed, if someone pushed the person at the back. I would feel it at the front, you know, because it'd be like, whoosh, 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 like, be like a domino effect. Um, 
and he's like, this is what generational curses do. You know, this is this is what they're like. Um, what they did, you know, will have an effect on on the generations to follow. And um, what happens? What happens is um, we. We, we just, we get affected by it, you know, we, we suffer the consequences of a sin that our ancestors committed, and like, you know, we just fall into that cycle, and, and then I would, I would think about like, you know, the different cycles, um, of disease, you know, I had, I think of like, the family members before me that died of cancer, um, the family members that, um, suffer from dementia, mental illness, uh, the side of my family that suffers from poverty, um, and then I thought of, like, you know, even the sexual sins, um, of my fathers and forefathers, um, the pattern of divorce, you know, and having, um, children with other people, um, the pattern of, uh, and cycle of infidelity, of alcoholism, um, but I think what really always just really hits the heart is when, um, is when the demonstration comes to the part where he's like, this is generational curses and what they do, and then when someone breaks it, when someone prays to God to break it, and then, you know, pastor would like, take the person behind me, behind me, and step, like, just move them back a bit, and he'd take their hand off, and then I'd move forward, it's like, this is what it looks like when a generational curse is broken, so when I do this, and then he pushes the person at the back, and they kind of move forward a bit, but I don't move, because we've been separated, he's like, it doesn't affect you anymore, and that broke me, because... You know, when we think of it worldly, it's like I was trying to rationalize in my head, like, you know, what I was thinking of as I looked, um, as I reflected on my family and my ancestors, like, I I cry and I, and I'm I'm trying to explain to them in my head, like, you know, I love you, I really love you, it's not that I don't want you to be my family, it's not that I'm leaving my family, but I can't take these with me. I can't take your curses with me. I can't take your baggage with me. I can't carry the consequences of your sin anymore. I don't want this for myself. I don't want poverty for myself. I don't want disease and illness for myself. I don't want infidelity for me or my husband or my children or the children to come. If there is something I want to pass on, it does not. I do not want it to look like what I got. And that's not to say, you know, like, that everything that they passed on was bad. The same way, you know, generational blessings are passed on in, like, the same way. It's just, we have to acknowledge, you know, as much as we acknowledge all the great things, and we have no problem acknowledging all the amazing things that we got from our family but we need to acknowledge all the the things we swept under the rug too 
um, we can't move forward if we don't, if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't, um, confront it and agree to, to lay it to rest, you know? And, uh, yeah. And then, like, so that th- there was that, that shift, you know, because coming out of generational curses, sowing seeds of generational blessings, and then understanding generational choices. I think one time I was having a conversation with my brother um, about our anger issues, you know, and I was just explaining to him. Um, because this is kind of, you know, this was the conversation that I, I was having with God in my heart. And then I was just, you know, uh, sharing it with my brother from me to him. Um, you know, I can say because of what my dad did or what my granddad did, um, or what my mom or my grandmom did that, um, you know, it's their fault, you know, I'm like this. Um, because they did this now I feel like I, 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 I'm more prone to this sin or more weak to this kind of temptation. But at the end of the day, it is still my choice and I have to acknowledge that I cannot put the blame on them for a choice I made or for the choices I make at the end of the day, I still choose. So, yeah, um, and just understanding that each new choice you make either feeds an old cycle or a new one, one of hurt and sin and darkness, or one of life and love and redemption. And, um, I think where it really showed was with my relationship, um, with my fiance, um, yeah, with, uh, with Sol, for those of you who don't know his name, his name is Solo, um, but yeah, um, I think it really, when we started dating, that was definitely something that we talked about and still talk about and pray over. Um, is to not repeat those and to really be aware of, uh, you know, to really be aware of the generational curses that, um, that were, are present in our family, that we prayed and broke in our victory days and that we will, that we have to continue to, um, you know, to, to do the opposite of, you know, and so generation, uh, seeds of generational blessing instead so there was definitely there is a lot of unlearning um undoing that happens you know in the presence of god and there's nothing like a relationship you know to really dig it out of you and to really make you confront confront things um so yeah We reached the halfway point, so just gonna put in a little interlude to keep us awake. Okay, yes, sorry. Um, continuing. 
and I hope you don't mind that we're about to get in a bit deep, and I hope you don't mind that my nose sounds stuffed because it's really cold in, uh, in this corner lately, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, a lot of undoing happens in a relationship, any relationship, honestly, where you are, what any relationship you allow your whole heart into, but definitely, definitely one between two that plan to become one, you know? Uh, and so, um, example, uh, I think one thing I feared was the pattern of infidelity in my family and just that, you know, fearing that that would happen with our relationship. So, you know, with, um, with Solo, even though, even though I truly believed, you know, that he loved that he loved me, well, that he loves me, I, I still kind of thought he'd leave, so, you know, he'd be like, I love you, and I, and I was like, yeah, I believe you, I love you too, but, but for some reason, I had this crazy idea in my head that, um, I don't know, love for men is like five years, and then they leave, and it's not to say that my dad left after like five years, I'm just, just because my, um, I don't know, it, my dad just, I, I don't think he, he understood what love really was, or is, and so I just kind of assumed other men didn't either. Solo is genuinely great, and he never treated me bad. It, like, you would be horrified for him if you knew the kind of things I thought that he was like, but he actually wasn't. And just not believing all the, you know, it's like too good to be true. I guess it was that, too good to be true, but also just, um, I don't know, I, I wasn't willing to believe anyway. Like, I knew he was legit. I know he's legit. I just didn't, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to stay for it, and so, I didn't, I don't know, <laughs> I can't really explain it, but, um, but, but yes, I'll try, so yeah, so just, just seeing that in myself, and like, I didn't realize that throughout our f first, however, hundred <laughs> days together, um, I still compared him to my dad, um, and it's so weird because you'd find it ironic because I spent a lot of the time telling my dad that he is not like him, but I was subconsciously comparing them myself, and it was really unfair, you know, it's really unfair, and I remember, um... I remember I had a conversation with Sol about it. I don't remember why or what I did or said that made it obvious, but I just, I realized I was being such a bratty girlfriend that week, and, you know, I just was saying all the wrong things, and then finally, you know, we talked about it, and I was just crying my eyes out, and I'm like, man, dude, I'm so sorry. I've been comparing you to my dad. I've been, you know, low-key 
seeing you as my dad. Um, and I, I, I had to say, I had to say sorry for that, even if he didn't really see it all the time, but he, he did actually, but even if he didn't, like, the, I thought that was important to just say out loud, you know, so that, um, he didn't feel like he had to prove himself in any way, and so he, he also expressed, you know, his heart on the matter it hurts those kind of things hurt you know and so he also just you know reiterated yes i'm i'm not your dad <clears throat> i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that um things are going to be hard but we're going to try i'm going to push through it you know we just got to hold on to god and be really honest about it and for anyone that hasn't gotten into a relationship yet, the one piece of advice I will give you right now is do not assume they can read your mind, no matter how close you are. It'll save you a lot of heartache and a lot of nights of overthinking. But anyway, yeah, so stuff like that and just like, you know, as we're preparing to get married, um, talking about parenting styles and stuff like that. Uh, and even how we want to handle money and, like, health, especially health, you know, in this time. This is not going to be as long as I thought it would be. I think I'll just wrap it up. If you're scared of trying something new... Think about whether or not it's really new. <laughs> you sure it's something you just wanted to suddenly try? Or is it something that's always been waiting to happen? That you've always wanted to do? That you've thought about a hundred times? But you haven't really gotten around to it because you're scared. And I don't know what you could be scared of, you know? You could be scared of what people think. You could be scared of failure. You could be scared of rejection. Um, of consequences that haven't even happened. You could be scared of the what-ifs. <sighs> Give it a shot anyway. In a time like this when... When things are crazy and taipao, you really shouldn't waste time on fear. Yes, things should be planned out. Yes, things should be thought over. Yes, everything with wisdom and discernment. But also just really understanding um... That fear is healthy. Fear helps you. Fear actually helps you think about every other, you know, um, alternative that could happen. And, you know, what you should do to prepare. But that's about it. It's not supposed to stop you. It's not supposed to stop you from a good thing. But, yeah, you know. 
Only God can tell you what's a good thing and a God thing. I hope you do a God thing this week. It's not over yet. I hope you do a God thing. I hope you open your eyes to something that you were afraid of, but now are starting to see. is not that scary. I hope you understand that being brave is just as beautiful as being shy. I don't know why we think shy is safe and, and safe is great. Safe is great. I'm not condemning anyone that's shy or playing things safe. It's just, you are so much more. You're so much more than you think. And you are so much more than you will ever know. You could be the most confident person and know every skill that you got under your belt. And you could still not know all that God created you to be. And that's the exciting part. Just finding out, being surprised, failing and getting better, failing and finding something else. As we move into new seasons and, you know, figure out the transitions, I pray that um, the second half of the year will be everything and more. 2021 definitely is not looking the way we thought it would. But in some ways, it's looking better. It's just... <laughs> got moments when it looks so much scarier, too. I pray over um, any generational blessings right now that is still holding you and your family. I pray over whatever curtains may be blinding you from seeing it. Or your family from seeing it. I pray that um, you allow yourself to come into a space of undoing, unfolding, um, and revealing. So that God can do what he does best. So that he can heal. So that he can break chains. So that he can um, lift you up. So that you can sow seeds of generational blessings. So that the generational choices you make from this point forward are God choices, are good choices. I pray over everyone who is listening right now, um, whether straight after I post this or, you know, later, later, later. I pray over you. I pray over your spouse or future spouse. I pray over your children or your future children. I pray over the blessings that you will sow. I pray over your heart. I pray patience and life over you. I pray bravery and courageous, uh, and courage, you know, like over you to come out of you. I pray that every good thing God already, already planted in you before you were formed, that they come into fruition, that they are developed. You know, that they are watered and growing. I pray that the generational curses that used to cripple you and your family be broken. Lord, I pray over your child right now that is listening to this. May they not be afraid for you are with them. You are their right hand. You are the mighty God. You did it before and you will do it again. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we just invite you into our situations, Lord.
You're good. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, family. Thank you for your patience. Um, I'm sorry that I jumped all over the place with this episode. I, I planned and planned and wrote things to be neatly put together and still ended up doing something else. So, um, hey, guess we'll wrap up this season after all. Um, drop me a voice message or a DM and let me know what you want to talk about in the upcoming season. Um, I feel like a giveaway, (laughs) um, just for fun and just to say thank you because I honestly appreciate you taking your time to listen. You have no idea how happy I am just to know that like one person listens to this. So the fact that there's always like another one and another one, you guys make my heart melt. Thank you for allowing me the space to share with you. And thank you for sharing your heart with me also. God bless.